everyone. Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday. It is December 31st, 2021. The last day of 2021. The last podcast of 2021. I hope everyone has a safe and happy New Year's and um, enjoys uh, all day, all day, New Year's Eve. We got basketball going. We got college football going. Uh, should be a ton of fun. It will also be a ton of fun over there in chiefs prop shop and you know you had to finish 2021 with the man himself will priester chief justice six what is happening my friend doing well man uh glad to be be on with you for uh last one of the year so um happy new year a little early everybody and uh thank you for hanging out with me and thanks, Stevie, for uh, keeping me in the rotation here. Um, we've been going strong a little minute now, so, I, you know, I always feel good. I, every time I get a chance to come on here, uh, I, I don't take it for granted because, um, you know, I, I still consider it a big deal and uh, being able to try to help you you folks make a little money along the way. So um, always a good time. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know. I think I'm going on year six with the morning grind. Um, I lost track. I think the first one was in 2016. So year six, year, yeah, year six. So, um, I mean, I always appreciate you guys coming on. Everyone that, you know, guys and girls that come on, because I got to say girls, Christy comes on. Um, enjoy the morning grind. It's been a fantastic year. I'm looking forward to next year. As always, I always kind of say it around this time, if there's any feedback that you have for the podcast, I mean, I'm very easy to reach out to. You can reach out to me on Discord. You can reach out to me on Twitter, uh, however you want to reach out. I mean, I'm always open to feedback. Got some feedback the other day about trying to talk more FanDuel. And I mean, I get that, but I'll, I'll say the same that I always say. We're not really talking DraftKings. I know I reference DraftKings pricing sometimes. It's just what I have up in front of me on the starting lineups page. It's a first look who's going to benefit from what type of thing. I will try harder in 2022 to get a little bit more FanDuel uh, love on here. But when I got the man here, you know, we're going to get some we're going to get some props in there as well. So, um, Will, always fun having you on, my friend. And yeah, I mean, it's what, three, four years now, three years that you've been yeah. joining me. Um, so, I mean, you and Grant are like the OGs now. Um, so. Let's jump into this one. Seven games on the main slate. That's what we're going to talk about. Um, we'll have some fun stuff, I'm sure, throughout the day in Discord and stuff. So if you're looking for some information on some of these early games, I know Will, he's super excited. Um, I just got, we just got done talking about it. He's super excited uh, for the prop shop over there uh, with all day basketball. So make sure you guys are jumping into that. It's free. I don't know why it's free, but it's free. Um, so there you go. We get started here with Miami at Houston, two 12 and a half total. Miami is a four and a half point favorite. I think this is the biggest question mark game on the slate. This one in Atlanta, just because of how many people are out for these two teams. Um, on the Houston side, DJ Augustine's out. Um, Matthews is out and Tate is out. On the Miami Heat side, take a drink, Will. Hang out. Bam is out. Butler's questionable. Deadman's out, Garrett's out, Haslam's out, Lowry's out, Morris is out, um, Oladipo's out, Robinson's out, Struss is out, PJ Tucker is out, and Vincent is out. Um, so, I mean, we'll see if they have eight players. Uh, I mean, <laughs> we'll see. 
But let's start here with this Miami Heat um, team. And I'll say this. If Butler plays, 10K might not be high enough. Um, I I think that is the biggest thing. Um, Tyler Hero, Yurt 7. And just kind of figuring out what you want to do with the rest of these guys. I mean, Caleb Martin is 4,300. He should play really solid minutes. Um, we might see like Kyle guy draw a start. <laughs> Just um, Hallman might play. What are your thoughts? Excuse me. That was the yeah. worst sneeze ever. It like came up <laughs> through my nose. Cause I tried to, cause I couldn't mute fast enough. Um, that was the worst sneeze anyway. Best way to end the year. There you go. Yeah, man. I think, you know, for me on this one, obviously definitely want to wait and see what's going to happen with these Miami players. I think the the, the good part for me is your seven, uh, Martin, Hero, those guys aren't out yet. And so um, I'm really excited if they can field a team. This could be a really good spot for some of these Miami players against Houston. I am very, very, Stevie, dare I say, very excited about this Miami team against Houston that while they may be a little bit closer to full strength, still don't play great defense. And uh, so it, it, it's, man, that's going to be fantastic. I, I, I don't know what else I can say. It's just going to be fantastic. Don't you love when Will gets excited? I love when Will gets excited. He's definitely excited about this Miami spot. I think a lot of us are. Um, I mean, if Butler doesn't play, it opens up a ton. You like heroes, probably the best play on the slate. If Butler doesn't play, um, I have a hard time like arguing that if Butler plays, it doesn't matter. I think hero is still a fantastic play, but you're at seven. It's just, he's going to play the minutes that he can handle. Um, if he can stay out of foul trouble, we saw him kind of stay out of foul trouble last two games and get over 30 minutes in both of those games. And I mean, his price has come up a thousand bucks over on DraftKings, but I don't think he's priced high enough not to play him in this spot. So uh, just quickly pulling up FanDuel. Look, I'm trying to start 2022 um, off now, but just kind of looking over there, Tyler Hero, 6,700. That price is fantastic. Uh, you're at 7,600. I think, you know, with the, with the potential bonus points over there, um, I still think he's very much in play. But I think the biggest one is Caleb Martin, where I do like him on DraftKings. I think FanDuel at 5,800, that's probably a little too high. So there you go. Uh, Houston side, Will. I mean, Houston's pretty much full strength here. They're missing a few pieces with Tate and Matthews out. KJ Martin is questionable, but he's expected to play. What are your thoughts here on Houston? Yeah, kind of the same boat where obviously this team is going to be more expensive. But I think, you know, there are some pieces we can look at with Deshaun Tate being out. You know, I think that's going to keep Eric Gordon relevant. Matthew, Garrison Matthews is still out. Um, so, you know, that'll keep some of these guys uh, relevant. David Nwaba should continue to be relevant as long as some of these guys are out. Jalen Green is back, but I'm not, I'm not too worried about him eating into some of these other guys at the price he is. He's 4900 so I like that price. I honestly think, and, and hear me out, Stevie, Clearly, I don't think this is a bad play. But I think if I was going to fade someone on Houston, it might actually be uh, Kevin Porter Jr. or Christian Wood just because of their prices. Um, I think I feel a little bit better because um, 
I think some of these other expensive players might have a little bit more ceiling, just a little bit as we get further down the line. Uh, and, but like I said, these aren't bad plays. It's just really more about trying to get exposure to some of these other games. But these cheap Houston guys, I for sure want to get in on. Um, I mean, I, I said it on Grinders Live the other day when Kevin Porter Jr. was announced that he was going to play and there was really no like thing that came out as far as like minutes limit. Um, I mean, I absolutely love this guy. His ceiling is so high. Um, I know he's kind of pricey. But if you're playing a bunch of, like, Miami value, then why not look at Kevin Porter Jr.? He had 28.5% usage the other night. He was right around 28 to 29% uh, before he got injured. I love this spot uh, for Kevin Porter Jr. Moving on, we got Atlanta at Cleveland. Atlanta at Cleveland. It's a back-to-back for Cleveland, so we'll have to wait and see. Um we were talking about it before the podcast and I'm still very like, what the heck? Why didn't Valentine play at all? Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't see any, did, did we see like any reports coming out? Um, I don't know. Um, as far as Valentine is concerned, that was just, it was a weird thing for me on the Hawks side. Bogdanovich is out. Collins is out. Gorgie Dang is out. Ellison is out. Gallinari is out. Hill is out. Herder, Hunter, Johnson, TLC, Okongwa, and Wright. So I said it. Like, when we got started here, Atlanta, Miami, they're dealing with a ton of people out. Um, So let's start here with the Atlanta side of things. Uh, Trey Young, 11500 bucks, uh, But... We look at the two games since returning, Will, 33.5% usage, 42.5% usage in that last Chicago game. Um, I mean, we have a ton of value. Is is Trey Young worth paying up for on the slate? In, in this spot against a decimated Cleveland team, uh, hopefully they can keep it together. Um, at 11-5, maybe. I mean, I, it, it's up there. And, and I don't think we've seen enough ceiling. At a, at a, I don't feel like this game was close enough um, in the grand scheme of things. So I'm really not interested in Trey at 11.5. I just think that's too expensive. Uh, you know, Cam Reddish, his price is continuing to climb. Uh, but, you know, this could be a spot for him. It, it, for him, if he scores 25 real points, right, that's kind of my magic number with him. If you look at these, these past few games, if he's scoring 25 plus, he's getting close to 40, 40 plus. Whenever he's down this, you know, 18 to 20 point range, he's not getting there. He's a guy that needs to stroke it. Cleveland's on a back to back. Let's hope that Cam Reddish comes out hot. Uh, and if we get a hot Cam Reddish, I think we can see a special performance from him. Uh, Cleveland side, I mean, this is going to be the second end of a back to back for the Cavs. Um, we talked about Kevin Love a lot yesterday. He ended up having a really, really solid game against Washington. He played 29 minutes. Um, Lamar Stevens, minimum salary, played 20 minutes. Dean Wade played like 20 minutes. Okoro played 30 minutes. And just, I mean, he did what we kind of expected. Payne Ghost played like 25 minutes. Um, the minutes were very spread out for Cleveland. And if everyone's going to be out again, I kind of expect the same. And I think if you're looking at Cleveland, you're probably looking at like Kevin Love. Evan Mobley type plays, uh, but I mean, I don't love this team here. 
Yeah, same here. Uh, Mobley, I mean, Mobley actually played fine tonight, but you know, from a fantasy perspective, we we need more, right? I mean, if he if we're gonna pay seventy six hundred, we need this guy to be hitting forty five fantasy points for us to have some upside. So I, I'm with you. I'm not really interested in, in anyone from Cleveland. What I will say is this: um, if we can get if we get the uh, Evan Mobley prop on, on prize picks at three and a half, go ahead and take me under in the morning, people, if we get it at three and a half. Um, came in at three and a half today. Those of us that were able to get it at three and a half, we had a complete victory. If you got it at three, he picked up two assists late in the game during a blowout and hit us with the push. I don't hate the push, but, man, I want to win. And uh, so that, that half – it's a big deal when we're trying to win. Just wanted to put that out there. Evan Mobley, three and a half assists. Go ahead and get the under early. I love it. Um, I don't really have anything else from Cleveland. I, I just – the minutes are so spread out. Um, I will say, like, if Valentine is in the starting lineup and maybe they rested, I don't know. I still don't understand – why he didn't play someone sent me an article someone finds something someone sees something on denzel valentine I'm very i'm still very like huh um when it came to him. <laughs> I, I, like what else? like i don't know um I, and i said this yesterday on the podcast i'll say it again today there are so many situations that you have no idea what's going to happen and you're just taking shots. And I mean, anything is possible with all this stuff going on right now and all these players being ruled out, ruled in. You have to pay attention to news. And if you like something, you just take shots on it. Uh, we got LA Clippers, Toronto Raptors facing off in Toronto. Uh, 209 total. Raptors, five and a half point favorites on the Clippers. They opened at four. It's already kind of been bet up a little bit. Um, on the Toronto side, Bonga, Champagne, Tragic, Dragic, and Johnson are out. And on the Clippers side, Nicholas Batum, Brandon Boston Jr., Paul George, Hartstein, Leonard, Preston, Scrum, Wright, and Zubak are out. Reggie Jackson is uh, questionable. Let's start with the Clippers. Um, I mean, if Reggie Jackson plays, his usage is going to be a gazillion. Um, and he's someone that you're definitely getting in your player pool. I still think Marcus Morris is way too cheap. Eric Bledsoe is way too cheap. I know Eric Bledsoe didn't have like a stellar game the other night. Don't care. Um, those guys I like a lot. And I mean, they priced him up a little bit over there on FanDuel. Morris is at 6,900. I think you can still potentially look at him. Bledsoe is 64, but if Jackson plays well, he's 6K on FanDuel. Yeah, I mean, that's really cheap for him. Um, but I'm with you. My favorite player is Marcus Morris Sr. Um, he, I mean, he's just been playing well with all these guys out. I, he's the number one player. Ivaka, like you said, Ivaka Zubox out now. I mean, he, he's going to get serious work in this offense. Him and Reggie Jackson, big-time plays. I'm with you 100%. On the Toronto side. Oh, 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 one thing. Sorry. I'm sorry, Stevie. Wanted to mention this. First half props, and I might have to take a look at it with all these guys out. 
I do want to see where Terrence Mann comes at it at in terms of first half fantasy point props. Uh, if he comes in at if they bump him to 14 and a half, excuse me, man, 15 and a half or something like that, taking the under. Uh, Terrence Mann is a guy we've been taking the under on. Shout out to my boy Nards um, in terms of what he's been able to get done with with first half uh, fantasy point information and stuff like that for prize picks. Uh, but I, I I like the under on that. Sorry, Stevie. Go right ahead. You're good. I started coughing on water, so it was perfect timing. Um, I, I appreciate you interrupting me as soon as like I needed to like cough out water all over my keyboard. Um, so. Man, like I'm ending the year <laughs> with a zinger. <laughs> um, let's talk Toronto here. Siakam's 9,300. He's played um, – I mean, he was out, and then he came back, and he played 42 minutes. Um, I mean, he's likely going to get as many minutes as he can handle. But, Will, I think the biggest thing to take away from the Toronto Raptors against the Philadelphia 76ers, and I know you already know that I'm going to say this, but – Chris Boucher played six. He played 38 minutes, 38 minutes. It, it, anytime this dude gets over 30, we're ecstatic. We just saw a ceiling spot um, from him and like they let him play. Maybe this is them turning a new leaf on him. Maybe it's chasing. Maybe I don't care. <laughs> Look, I, I, I think it is chasing. I think it's also because he's going to get stable minutes. Um, he's going to be pretty much one of the best plays on the slate. If, if, if it all boils down to it, that's, that's just the bottom line. Um, like you said, we saw what he was able to do. He's 6,500 on DK Stevie put up 63 fantasy points, 19 rebounds, 28 points. I don't know what Nick nurse is doing, why they won't free Chris Boucher, I mean, couldn't the Lakers use Chris Boucher right now? I mean, somebody let me know. They're trying to dig themselves out of a hole. I'm not a Lakers fan per se, but, man, seems like a deal could be made. Uh, at any rate, you know, um, if, if all these guys are out, I don't know why Pascal Siakam is 9,300, Stevie, and Chris Boucher is 6,500 in this exact same spot. Now, I understand that, you know, if, if some of these guys, like they're saying, you know, uh, Precious is expected to come back, like I get that, and Kim Birch might be available as well. Like I, I understand that, but what if they're not? Not now. We've got a, almost another free square. So, I, you know, I, I, I we'll see. A, a lot of these guys are on their way back, but still, I, I think – I still think that's too cheap. He should have been at least 7K here with the potential to possibly play. Um, all right, let's move on. We got San Antonio at Memphis. This game currently at a 224 and a half total. Memphis is a four and a half point favorites. Um, I mean, starting with the Spurs side, Collins is still out. DeJounte Murray is out. Uh, Lonnie Walker is questionable, dealing with a little bit of a, a knee um, contusion. And then on the Memphis side, Brooks is out. Culver's out. Um, Conchers out, Melton's out, Merrill's out, Tillman's out, Williams is out. So uh, starting here with the Spurs, um, I mean, White's still under 7K, Will, and we're just seeing good usage. The Detroit game was just an absolute blowout. Um, I think Derek White is probably still a little too cheap, at, at least on um, 
on DraftKings. On FanDuel, he's 8K, so maybe that's where you're playing him on DraftKings and not on FanDuel. Absolutely. I think with for me with the Spurs, I actually really, really, really like and this is the guy kind of been on since all these guys have been out, especially since Jashanti's been out. Keldon Johnson. Now, I know he didn't come out against Utah and do much, but at 5,900, man, I, I love it. I, I think this is a good spot for him against Memphis. They're going to have some bigs in the game. Should be able to get to the line with, uh, you know, Mr. Jaron Jackson Jr. Should poke him a couple of times and get him to the line with, with fouls. So he's going to be one of my favorite plays from the Spurs. Probably not going to be a popular play, even though it's a seven-game slate. But I really like him a lot at 5,900. We saw what he was able to do in limited minutes. And that was against, you know, uh, 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 the Detroit Pistons, who were shorthanded as well. Uh, Was able to come out against Utah, shot five for 13. What I I was looking at, Stevie, was a lot of things didn't change in that game outside of his – uh, the lack of efficiency in the shooting. So still had seven rebounds, still had one assist to steal, only had 13 points. If he's able to get to 20 points, then now he's, you know, over uh, 30 fantasy points. He's, he's priced where he's he, that, at, that, at the fact that he should get 30 plus, uh, but I still think, I still think he's right there. Um, and then, you know, Derek White, 6,800 might be a little bit pricey, uh, but I, I still think he's got the upside to get there. Uh, Memphis side here, you know, Bain has been someone that, you know, he's been playing great with um, John Morant. They've really been clicking there. Uh, Triple J, I mean, he has ceiling on any slate. Uh, what's your thoughts here on Memphis? Um, I, I know I've been squeezing a lot of props in here tonight, Stevie. It's Cheers just thing, that, that there's staple props that keep coming up. Uh, Steven Adams, first half fantasy, uh, first half real points, typically come in at three and a half. I, I would just take the over on that one. I mean, he's, I think he's got about an 80% hit rate on that one. So just take the over. Uh, John Morant, 9,600. I think we can pay up for him here. This is an interesting spot. You know, you'd asked me about Trey earlier. Um, and I know John Morant kind of put on a show against the Lakers. But what I, what I like, Steve, past two games, 33 points, 18 points a game before that, 21. Um, but the minutes have been up. If, uh, if the Spurs can keep this game competitive, this could be another upside game for John. I think he's a really, really, really good tournament play here. Uh, also, another prop on the board, Desmond Bain. is probably going to come in around 18 and a half, I would assume. If he goes to 19 and a half, I'm going to let it go. But at 18 and a half, I'm still in on that one. And then Kyle Anderson, uh, another guy that has picked up some minutes here with guys out. He's 5K. I know he didn't really get it done against the Lakers. What I enjoyed was the minutes. If he's going to get 30 minutes in this spot, I don't mind plugging him in at 5K. All right, we got the Knicks and the Thunder. 213 total here. Knicks, a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, looking at the Knicks first, Fournier questionable. House Jr. out. Mooney out. Noel out. Julius Randle is the big one. He's out. Derek Rose is out. Selden is out. And Sims is out. And then on the Thunder side, Baisley and Giddy are out. Mann is out. Uh, Robinson Earl is out. Kendrick Williams and SGA are both questionable. This is a game, 8 o'clock game. We're going to be paying attention to big time in news. There should be – I mean, there's some edge here, right? If we don't get a lot of this news until right around lock, 
how many people are paying attention on New Year's Eve to, you know, potential news. Um, I mean, your 150 guys are paying attention, but I mean, your single entry guys that are playing a lineup just to kind of sweat while they're drinking with buddies and stuff, maybe they're not paying attention. Um, I mean, the next news here with Julius Randle out is huge news. Um, I mean, huge. This is a guy that leads the team in usage and everything. We don't have a large sample size, Will. Talk to me here about the Knicks. I mean, is, is this going to be, dare I say, the Kimba Walker show from three, four games ago? Is, is that what this is going to be? Because, Stevie, Kimba took five shots against Detroit, played 20 minutes, 11 shots, 12 shots. His shot attempts have been coming down since the big explosion. So I'm not sure what happened. I'm not sure if he's – I don't know. But if Julius Randle doesn't play, Stevie, Derrick Rose is already not playing. Uh, they're going to need big-time production from him. Obi Toppin should be able to get all the minutes he can handle now. I'd be really excited to see Obi Toppin in a full game against the Thunder, just from a highlight reel perspective. Mitch Robb should be able to get all the minutes he can handle, which he'd already been playing a little bit. Uh, his minutes had come up some. I would speculate that he would get at least 28 minutes in this game. Uh, R.J. Barrett should be able to get the job. I mean, so many options here with Julius Randle out. I'd love it, Stevie. Love it. If Fournier just sat out completely, like, just don't show up. Give us Kimba. Give us Burks. Give us Barrett. Give us top, give us these guys and not have to overthink about how Tibbs is going to run this rotation. That would just be fantastic. I mean, blast from the past, Taj Gibson, 4K, coming <laughs> off of a 28-minute game against Detroit, getting the thunder with the shorthanded front court. Blast from the past, Taj Gibson. Um, I mean, I do. I mean, my biggest concern is probably Mitchell Robinson, but it was the second end of a back to back. So maybe he plays more minutes in this game. I would bet on him playing more minutes in this game. Um, I mean, I'm not too concerned about Kimba. I think with them on the second end of a back to back the other night, maybe they didn't run him as much. But I think the biggest person that's going to see the biggest uptick here is probably Burks. He averaged 1.2 fantasy points per minute with Rose and Randall off the floor this season in 154 minutes. Um, I mean, I could I could narrow it down more and take more of these guys off the floor. But, I mean, that's the biggest thing, I think, to kind of look at here. Who is going to benefit from Randall and Rose being off the floor? And I think it's going to be Burks. I think it's going to be Kimba. I think it's going to be Mitchell Robinson. Uh, well, I'll have exposure to Quickly and Gibson and Toppin. Um but yeah, I mean, this is a good spot for the Knicks. And then the Thunder side, I mean, this is where the edge is because if SGA doesn't play in this game, Ty Jerome is cheap across the industry and he plays 40 minutes if SGA sits. Yeah, I mean, Ty Jerome, the problem is, Stevie, he's not sneaking up on anybody this game, right? The last nope. game, I mean, people just kind of didn't play him. And then they looked up and he had 40 plus fantasy points. And it's like, why didn't we just play Ty Jerome? Right. This slate, he's probably probably going to be close to a lock button. 
I'm saying for most people in cash tournaments, especially since I, I, I don't think Julius Randle plays here. I think some of these other Knicks are going to be out anyway. So, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be in on Ty Jerome. I think a lot of people will be in on Aaron Wiggins, who will also get big minutes. Um, it's, it's just going to be, it's just going to be a really, 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 uh, good time. And I'm trying to, uh, man, sorry about that. At any rate, it's going to be a really good time. And, um, I like this spot for him for sure. Jerome and Wiggins, big time performances from those guys. All right, moving on. We got Minnesota at Utah. This game, no total in this game. Um, waiting on a little bit of news here. On the Utah side, Mike Conley is out. Joe Ingles is questionable. Pascal is out. Uh, but Mitchell is back. And then on the Minnesota side, Russell is out. Carl Anthony Towns is out. Vanderbilt is questionable. And Anthony Edwards is questionable. I think that's kind of where we're not getting lines from here. Um, I mean, starting with the Minnesota side, obviously Edwards matters a lot um, if he plays or not. Vanderbilt matters a lot if he plays or not. Uh, talk to me here about the Timberwolves. Yeah, I think this Anthony Edwards news is big. Um, if we get Anthony Edwards, hopefully he, he if he comes back against Utah, I'm still not afraid to play him. This is a guy that – as long as the condition is there, Stevie, you know, we've seen him take uh, 20 plus shots on several occasions. I think that would be the case again here, even, you know, with all these guys back with Beverly there, Noel and Beasley, I, I think he would automatically come back and assume uh, the, the alpha dog, the alpha dog scoring role on this team from the, from the guard perspective. So I, I'd be, be very interested in him. And then in terms of some of these other guys, if he is back, then that's definitely going to pull back, you know, my interest in guys like Beasley. Not, not that I still don't think Beasley can get there because overall it should help him, right, uh, have a little help. But I, I, I just feel like I'd have better value than where their price points are currently. Um, Nas Reed at 5,100 on DK, I still think he would be okay. Like we saw him against Utah the last time he played 36 minutes, he put up 37 fantasy points. So I'd still be in on that. And let's just hope that, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Greg Monroe doesn't eat into his minutes a little bit too much because since those guys have been out, Monroe played 25 and 22 minutes respectively. Uh, Utah side, I mean, Mitchell being back, like, he's 9,700 uh, over there on DraftKings. Um, we kind of expect him to go back into that, like, pretty high usage role. He's 8,600 on FanDuel. I mean, I like Donovan Mitchell here. He's someone that I, I like to play regardless. But, I mean, it doesn't get much better, you know, spot-wise than Rudy Gobert. But 9,500, I know it's an amazing matchup with Minnesota, and they're not going to really have anybody to match up with him. But 9,500, it's just – it seems like a lot. Like, he's he's gone for 50 three times in the last 10 games. But, I mean, if he doesn't go for 50 in this game, you're you're kind of hurting. Yeah, for sure. And like I said, or like you said, excuse me, the price, man, at 95, I think we can do better. I'd rather play John Morant versus Gobert uh, straight up at that price. The same thing for me with Mitchell. Uh, I'd absolutely, you know, rather play him, especially 
especially if Anthony Edwards does not come back. If he doesn't come back, uh, the, the Utah Jazz should essentially uh, handle the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I, and I say should in air quotes because, you know, on, on today, on the day that we were recording, I thought that the uh, Milwaukee Bucks would essentially handle the Orlando Magic. And they let Orlando hang around until the end. So nothing's guaranteed, of course, but based on the talent and the available bodies, uh, it, it does look as if Utah should handle business, which will keep me off of most of these players, especially Mike Conley. Well, Mike Conley's out, but especially these guys that are priced up now with uh, with Mitchell coming back. Um, we finish it out with the last game, and last game we're going to break down in 2021. We got Portland. Adelaide taking on the Lakers 231. What a what a game to end the night here. Um, this game is gonna take us on the East Coast into the new year. The Lakers, a five and a half point favorites. Um, starting here with Portland. Covington is out, McCollum is out, Nurkic is out, Simons is out, Watford is out, Williams is out, and Zeller is out. Dennis McJr., McLemore, and Little expected to play. On the Lakers side, Ariza, Bradley are questionable. Anthony Davis is out. Nunn and Rondo. Um, I guess Ron, is Rondo like the the did the trade go through for Rondo? Um, I know that they were trying to trade for him. But anyway, um, starting here with the Portland side, will this game screams game stack? It, it just screams it. Um, talk to me here about Portland. Yeah, absolutely. I Stevie. This is probably what I would consider the best game on the slate. I and I hate that Damian Lillard Lillard, Lillard is 10-9. Like I wish he was 9K, right? Like, come on, give us give us Dame at a reasonable price here. Um, because I think he's a little bit he's priced a little bit too close to LeBron for this spot. Uh, but with CJ out uh, and all these other bodies available, uh, you know, Larry Nance is 6100. I might take a shot on Larry Nance. I know he's not going to score as much, but, you know, this could be a spot where he picks up peripherals. And if you look at what he's been doing here, last game, 14 points, three steals, nine, nine assists, nine rebounds, five personal fouls. Um, but I'm willing to take a shot on the Lakers. The Lakers have not been playing great defense. Uh, you know, Nasir Little had a rough night against Utah. The Lakers defense will cure all woes. So I, I, I'm in on him as well. Norman Powell is 67. I think he's priced up a little bit too much. Play 42 minutes against Utah. If he gets anywhere near 38 minutes against the Lakers, sign me up. This could be a 40 spot. Once again, Lakers defense, man, it will cure all woes. About the only person I, I don't want to play actually is Damon. That's just because he's 10-9. I think he's, I th I think he's just overpriced him. If, if Dame was 90, 91, 92, 94, I'd be in. I just do not like that price. Yeah, I mean, the price is high, but, I mean, it, it might be Dame time in this game. So, like, if you're uh -oh. game stacking this game and you're just going to play Damian Lillard's going to go bonkers type of role, I mean, I completely – I get it. Um, DSJ was playing big minutes. Do we think he rolls back into this like 35 minute type of role here? Um, or do we think that like that was just 
scenario type of things. But I mean, Simons is out now too. Um, I mean, I think there's roads for DSJ to play big minutes here. Oh man. I mean, I think maybe it was situational, but you know, does, does that mean he, I think what that means is with Dame back, he just doesn't play maybe 40 minutes because I think when he was playing, Dame was out and CJ was out. He could still come in and play 28 to 32 minutes. Right. I mean, I, th- I think that's perfectly reasonable here. Dame was out. I, yeah. Yeah. So I, I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Um, you know, I, I, maybe 5,200 or 5,500 being that Dame is back and, you know, we don't know completely where he's going to be. So um, here, terms- well, I'll throw this at you, right? He's 6K on DraftKings. He's minimum salary on FanDuel. Oh, God. He's 3,500 on FanDuel. Him and Come Ben Backlamore are both minimum salary. Well, there, there you have it. I, I just want to throw that out at you. I mean, like, even if he doesn't play, even if he doesn't play 30 minutes, he's the backup point guard in this game, right? Like, unless I'm crazy, like no Simons, like DSJ is the backup point guard here. Yeah, I you play at that price, Stevie. Come on. I, I you just play him. Period. Yeah. That's exactly what you do. That's just what you do. Didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I just was like, nah, we're good. I'm trying to get better about going over on FanDuel and looking. And I just saw that and I'm like, all right, I see you, FanDuel. Yeah. Uh, anything else for Portland before we move over to the Lakers? No, sir. All right. The Lakers side, I mean, LeBron's 12K, but if this game is going to be back and forth, we've seen him put up you know, over 68 fantasy points in three straight games. He's playing big minutes. He's shooting the ball a ton. He's getting assists. He's getting rebounds. Um, I think the biggest thing to kind of note here is with Anthony Davis off the floor, Westbrook's rebound numbers have gone way up. Um, so both of these guys are like triple doubles. These are two guys that you're looking at some props for as far as like rebounds and assists if they're not too high. Um I guess we, we should have mentioned Larry Nance like revenge game with some people out. But anyway, um, outside of Westbrook and LeBron, they're both fantastic. Is there anything else that you like here for the Lakers? Um, I mean, I think if, you know, if Malik Monk is going to continue to play big minutes, yeah. play 40 minutes, 31 and 35 in, in all these games back to back. I was a little shocked to see that, um, you know, they, they started kind of running somewhat of a small ball lineup with uh, with uh, with LeBron at the four. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like Dwight Howard started the other night against Memphis. I think he did, um, but we'll see. You know, playing Portland, I definitely think LeBron goes back to the five for this game, if that was the case. And uh, so I think Malik Monk, at these minutes, I think, I, I think he's going to continue to start as long as, you know, this team isn't completely healthy. And I think he's definitely a guy we could plant our flag in in this spot. It's definitely going to be an up and down affair. Uh, Carmelo, uh, his minutes are now in the 30s. I don't mind playing him at 5,200. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this is a good spot for those particular guys. I'm not as interested in Westbrook, not, not as interested. But in terms of LeBron, Carmelo, and Malik Monk, th- those are the guys for me. Yeah, I'm way more interested. I'll, I'll say this. I'm way more interested in Westbrook's props, but um, DFS wise, I'm way, like LeBron is my favorite from the Lakers. Um, I'd rank them LeBron, Monk, 
Westbrook DFS purposes. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you. All right, let's play the morning grind game. Last one of the year. Um, that means we got to get them all right. <laughs> Just kidding. Let's do it. Uh, favorite play under 5K to go. Listen, I strive to get these right every day for what it's worth. Um, under 5K to go 7X. Who do you like today? Um, give me a second. I had it. It. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to give out two today, if that's all right, Stevie. Give it out two. You can give out one, and if I don't give out your guy, you can give out the second one. What? Okay, I'll give this one out. <laughs> I'll, I'll still give the caveat. If this game plays, it's Cody Martin at 4,300. All right, you didn't give out my guy. That's good. Um, my guy was Malik Monk at 4,500. Um, I really like him to go 7X. Yeah. Did, who is, was he your second guy? Who's your second guy? Yeah, he was the second guy. See, listen, that's why I said Because <laughs> I had it written down, and I didn't want to go look um, for another yeah. one. So there you go. But it's, it's definitely uh, Martin from Miami if that game plays. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? I think I'm going Trey Young at 11.5. I know guys are out. That's a big number for Trey. I, just, I don't think he gets there. All right, Trey Young. Um, I mean, the usage will be through the roof. I think a lot of these guys get there today. Um, man, I think I'm going to go Capella. Yeah, I get that. Kurt Capella, that's what I'm going to go with. I know it's on the lower end, but I mean, I think a lot of these guys get there today. Who's your favorite six X play? I'm staying on the high end. I'm going with Ja Morant against San Antonio. All right. I like it. Um, I mean, I think I have to go yurt seven, man. I know he's 5,800. I like it. I like it. Steve. But then that's like kind of right. Like that 36 mark is kind of right where he's been. But I mean, a matchup with Houston is fantastic. Um, with these guys out, I'm going to go yurt seven. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? I don't think, I don't think he's going to get, and maybe he will. I actually like Eric Gordon against a shorthanded Miami if the game – I know I keep hammering this game, but I'm telling you, I, I really like this game, Steven. Eric Gordon, you know, the minutes didn't go anywhere, played 33 minutes. Give me Eric Gordon on the other side of this Miami game. All right. I, I think he's someone that – there's a good chance that he is low-owned here. Um, so I like that. <sighs> I mean, I don't know if this guy's going to be low owned or not, but I'm going to go with Chris, Chris Boucher. Um, maybe he's really popular. I, it's tough to really judge this night before. Um, if he is popular, I really like Keldon Johnson in the same price range. Um, so there you go. Uh, any bets that are standing out to you here night before? Um, I was hoping that I would get... Um, some of these prop ones on the board and we do have some um i think right out of the gate so far 
we've got uh, Demonis Sabonis at 19 and a half points right out of the gate. And I think that that's an easy under the way things have been trending. I would hop on that now. I think Brogdon's going to be out anyway, but um, but even still, we've been this is one we've been on with him in or out. 19 and a half for Sabonis. Love the under here. Love it. I mean, I'm just kind of looking at this, and there's nothing like jumping out to me here. There are a couple books that you can still get Memphis minus four and a half. A lot of the books have already like it's moved a lot. Um, like right now, if you're listening to this podcast early, points bet still has Memphis minus four and a half where it opened. I like that a lot. Um, I, I like Memphis a lot at four and a half. Like um, Unibet, it, it's minus seven and a half Memphis. So huge difference in in lines there. Um, that's it, Will. That wraps up. 2021 it's been a fantastic year hope everyone has an awesome awesome new year and um, i mean we're back monday i think you're back with me on monday um actually i haven't made the schedule yet so i don't know probably will be though <laughs> yeah mo- monday was usually our day so yeah i would monday. assume yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and pencil you in for Monday. there you go oh <laughs> There you go. You get the last podcast of 2021 and the first podcast of 2022. There you go. Um, That reminds me. I have to make the morning grind schedule this weekend. Um, So anyway, that's going to wrap it up here for Friday. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. We'll be back Monday talking hoops. Uh, Good luck. We'll see you then.